Welcome to the first episode of 60 Card Bricks, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ty. This is a podcast about the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game. In this podcast, we will discuss multiple aspects of the game, including the TCG and OCG competitive scenes, news, the market, and archetype spotlights. In this episode, we will discuss Yu-Gi-Oh! news for the week of July 21st through 27th, 2018, the market, the latest OCG meta reports, and we'll spotlight the Light Sworn archetype. Enjoy the show. You can buy a single of that card for like 50 cents on Amazon. Don't worry, I believe in the heart of the cards. All right, so first episode, this is very exciting. We are going to be talking about some of these new archetypes and i think the first one we're going to start with is some prank kids cards ty why don't you get us started on that the prank kids archetype are a new archetype from the deck build pack hidden summoner and it's getting released in the ocg soon and the archetype for now is revolving around three main deck monsters which has three attribute type combinations of Fire Pyro, uh, Water Aqua, and Wind Thunder, with the level ranging from 3 to 1. Right right off the bat, we can see the level 2 with Water Aqua, and we all know what that means. <laughs> totally awesome. Yes. Um, <laughs> the ability to just end up on a totally awesome, to have a uh, Omni Negate on your opening turn is amazing. They have amazing like capability to just swarm the field, because yes. when they're sent to the graveyard... As fusion or link material, they will gain. Uh, each monster will have a unique effect, mm-hmm. uh, which is for the ramp, the level three fire power one is uh, inflict 500 damage. Great in time, new time roll, of course. <laughs> True. For drop the level two water aqua, it's gain a thousand again, gain a thousand life point, which is again very good in time rules. Mm-hmm. And for the pulse, it is to send another prankets from the deck to the graveyard, uh, which will be very good with the fusion monster that we'll be talking a little bit later. But they all share one effect, and that is then you can special summon one prankit monster from your hand or deck in defense position, which is amazing for just link fodder. Exactly. Uh, that Whenever you see that text send or special summon from the deck you know you're that's a generally a good thing and they they just the fact that they all float is just insane it's just i it just frustrates me because like if it was for any like if they were just sent to the graveyard that would be too broken but then if you just say prank kids cards then that means that the prank kids extra deck monsters need to be good which is something we'll talk about so the fusion monster lineup why don't you talk about that a little bit Sure. Um, so before this week, um, we had two level five monster that were revealed to us, and their name was um, Rocket and Weather. Basically, they only need two prankets as their materials. Basically, they both have an effect to tribute themselves to revive two different prankets from the graveyard, uh, with the difference of um, the rocket one is on your turn and the weather one is on your opponent's turn. Also, we have the uh, level 10 boss monster mm-hmm. and it's also tributing itself, but this time it's for a quick play Rageki, which is... Um, uh, quite good. <laughs> pretty good, yeah. yeah. Um, if you can end on it or if you can somehow 
uh, special summon it on your opponent's turn and then tribute it immediately, uh, you will have a quick play, quick play Rageki. And yeah, it's very good. Yeah, are, do you know, are any of the fusion monsters uh, instant fusion targets? Yes, the Rocket and Weather are both uh, level 5, so they are eligible to be summoned by instant fusion. So uh, do you do you think this is going to be one of those situations where these monsters are summoned more with instant fusion than within their own archetype? Um, I can definitely see it if um, they have more Mindic monsters that they uh, are able to just uh, get in the grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for uh, instant fusion with... Uh, Frankit's Rocket, the one that tributes itself on your turn, is amazing because it's a double monster reborn. Mm-hmm. And um, this is um, very reminiscent of uh, Ritual Beast OT <laughs> Kanahawk, which basically uh. can take up to 40 minutes for a turn. And then, um, and so Konami has to like limit it to <laughs> just stop that from happening. Yeah. Uh, at least this one is a once per turn and Konami actually learns. Also, another effect of weather that I did not talk about is that um, it also has the effect which gives all the Prankets monster armadies like effect, mm-hmm. which when they attack, your opponents cannot activate anything uh, before the end of, end of damage step, which is very useful against decks like Sky, uh, PO Sky Striker yes. when you can uh, revive Ray in the graveyard and then quick effect to tribute herself for Kagari and then just gain more resources and then it's just very annoying to deal with that. That is true. And, uh, you know, the OCG is going to get this before us. Do you, OCG, by the time they get this, will they? Will Sky Striker still be a thing? Um, yeah, they're still going strong yeah. and we'll see about that later. But <laughs> yes, they are still the strongest deck um, in the OCG. Yeah. Uh, three maxis. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we're ever going to get that wish, but uh, we'll see. I mean, I, as a com- heavy combo player, I'm not necessarily for that, but <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. The Link 4 is named Roragon. Um, you only need 2 plus Frankit's monster at, at Link material, but it's a Link 4. The same as the uh, level 10 fusion boss monster. It, it can also tribute itself on your opponent's turn, but this time, uh, instead of a quick play Rageki, we have a quick play um, Harpy Feather Duster, <laughs> which means you can destroy all spell and trap cards your opponent control. Um, <laughs> yeah, imagine if you can, I don't know, link link this during your opponent's turn, which you can. Yeah. After we'll be going, um, we'll be going over them uh, spell and trap cards later. But yeah, it's just amazing capability to just disrupt their opponents. And um, it's very good, especially if you are going against card of the card demise set five pass. You just resolve this on the end phase, and then you just laugh. <laughs> yes, I, that that's the first thing I thought of. Is heavy, uh, heavy back row decks are just this is their nightmare. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a quick effect, a quick effect harpies feathers duster. Uh, like I mean, you used to play paleo. That would be quite terrible, right? <laughs> yeah, you used to play true Draco, so <laughs> yeah, true. But at least true Draco is kind of like the spell and traps kind of float, but you know, or at least like do something when they're destroyed. Mm-hmm. But it's still not <laughs> ideal. Yeah, definitely. So, and you know, true Draco is basically floodgate turbo. So, <laughs> um, all right, that would suck. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, so now we'll be going over the new release for this week. Yes. Uh, so the new release for this week. So this is a link to the link arrows are left and bottom. 
and it requires two prank, prank Kids monsters, and you can only use each effect of this card's name once per turn. If this card is Link Summoned, you add one Prank Kids Spell or Trap from your deck to your hand, and then the second effect, you contribute this card, then target two Prank Kids monsters with different names in your graveyard, except Link Monsters, and add those cards to your hand. The utility of the search on its summon is definitely the best part about this card. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it's a plus one on summon, and yeah. that's always like... That's what you want. That's always welcome. Yeah, especially out of what seems to be somewhat of a starter card uh, for this deck. That's definitely something that you would want. And um, it can search the field spell, which is a very integral part of the deck that we'll be going um, through later. Yes, but definitely. The field spell is very important, so this can search that, so yeah. it's very good. And then uh, the tribute effect. It, the, what, did I read that it tributes itself to add to prank kids from your deck to your... Or from uh, graveyard to your... Yeah. yeah. Um, so That's this, interesting. This, this does not only add monster. It's also recycle like cards, spell yeah. and trap Int cards. Okay. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't... The second effect, it's... Interesting. I don't know. I think the first one's definitely the strongest part about this card. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, all right, moving on to the next card. Uh, how do we say this? Bow Wow? Yes, Bow Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, Frank It's Doggo. Yes, Frank It's Bow Wow. So this is another Link 2, and it's a Fire Pyro Link Effect Monster. Attack 200, or 2,000, so not bad. Uh, Link's arrows are right and bottom, and it requires, again, two Prank Kids monsters. You can only use the second effect of this card same once per turn, but its first effect is that Prank Kids monsters, this card points to gains 1,000 attack. Who cares? Uh, and the second effect, during your opponent's turn, quick effect, you contribute this card, then target two Prank Kids with different names in your graveyard, except Link monsters. Add them to your hand. Also... Prank Kids monsters you control cannot be destroyed by your opponent's effects this turn. What do you think of this one? Um, it's good to end on because um, it's basically... Uh, it grants protection for all your Prank Kids monster, mm -hmm. like the level 10 fusion if you want to protect that, or like the Link Force. But um, I'm not really sure how like effective this will be and how... like I think this is a one-off at, at best. Yeah. Like, for going for OTK, just summon it and, like, yeah. Yeah, that that's the best utility. I mean, yeah, the protection's fine. Um, the attack doesn't really matter unless in that situation where you're going for game, maybe. Uh, yeah, so, I, yeah, this one's kind of underwhelming um, as well. Uh, all right, so next we're going to be talking about the field spell, mm -hmm. which is pretty important here. We have Prank Kid's House. You can only activate this card's or activate a card with this card's name once per turn. So it's a hard once per turn. When this card is activated, you can add one Prank Kids monster from your deck to your hand. Um, hello. <laughs> once per turn, if a fusion if you fusion summon a Prank Kids fusion monster, you can have all monsters you control gain 500 attack. Okay, whatever. Once per turn, if you link summon a Prank Kids link monster, you can have all monsters your opponent controls lose 500 attack. The first one is what matters here. Yes. <laughs> and that is uh, quite good. Mm, but uh, I want to ask the R&D uh, just why this is on a card like this and not on a card like Trickstar Light Stage. <laughs> uh, how is it fair for Trickstar to have 
three light stage and not breaking and for this to have three of this and break like it's I don't know. <laughs> Were they really that afraid of this archetype? I, I mean, maybe, I guess. But I mean, it's good. Trickstar is also good, but yeah. they can just add. <laughs> and um, the second and third effect is actually pretty good because um, you can go you can e- go easier for OTK. Mm-hmm. It's a thousand difference if you summon both Link and Fusion, so that can sometimes make a lot of difference. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah just true. consistency because um, the main decks only have nine monsters for now, which is definitely yeah. not a lot. Like uh, as a spiral player, like it's it. <laughs> I know the pain of your engine is actually not big enough to, yeah. and then you just sometimes you just can't execute the the strategy that you want. Yeah, true, true. Uh, moving on to the final prank kids card. Uh, the continuous spell card is prank kids prank. And it has two effects. Both are hard once per turn. Uh, The first effect, uh, discard one Prankit's card from your hand, special summon one Prankit's token, but it cannot be attributed. Uh, It's a Pyro Fire level one with zero attack and defense. And during the end phase, you can target three Prankit's card in your graveyard, except Prankit's Prank. Shuffle all three into the deck, then draw one card. All right. (laughs) This is a... An amazing support card yes. because not only it is a part of Avarice like or Yang Zing path like during the end phase, it allows you to recycle and draw maybe into hand traps. It's also a play starter because it can create a um, token to go into Link Summon, which is really good. And it also set up your graveyard by discarding a Prankit monster in your hand, which uh, sometimes you can just normal summon a Prankist card, and then go into a Link 2, and then you can uh, instant fusion the um, uh, rocket, and then you'll have, like, a lot of Link fodders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, the, the, the second effect kind of reminds me of, uh, I mean, uh, as you said, I used to play Trudeco, it reminds me of Trudeco Apocalypse. Yes. Uh, or not Apocalypse. Uh, what's that? Oh, crap, I'm blanking on it. Mm, no, okay. Not a true Draco plays. Apocalypse is the trap. Oh, dang it! Whatever. Disciples, disciples. That's what I'm th- thinking of. Uh, but it's like a slower disciples. It's like Skarm combined with the disciples. Yeah, it's during the end phase. Um, but... So that's interesting. Uh, yeah, and then obviously anything that generates tokens is um, basically pure gold in <laughs> Link era. Haunted drones. <laughs> yes. Uh, that we, card's gonna. We all know how broken it is. Yes. Right <laughs> so yeah, I I definitely. The the spell is really really good. This is if not <laughs> a three really... of, it's a solid two ups in every single deck for sure. I I think it's probably a three of. I mean, yeah, it's a play starter, and if you draw two, you can just discard the other copy from your hand, which is then... crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> it says card, which oh my god, uh huh, not monster, just card. Yep. <laughs> and um, the second is the continuous uh, trap sure. card, and um, the name is Operation Prankets. Also, uh, credits to Yu Gi Oh organization for yes. all the translation. Um, also two effects, and both are hard ones per turn. Uh, the first effect during the main phase, you can immediately, after this effect resolves, link summon one Prankit's link monster using the Prankit's monster you control as material. I'm going to just stop there and say <laughs> link summoning on your opponent's turn. This is the first. Well, no, not the... F- uh, if you count tributing Ray for um, Kagari or Shizuku or Hayate as link summoning, yeah. I guess, but... This is truly like the first link summoning on your opponent's turn mm-hmm. that 
that I think I've known of. And of course, if you have four uh, frankets, then or like uh, a link two and two frankets, then you have a quick play heavy storm duster. I mm-hmm. mean, um, uh, heavy uh, harpy feather storm. My bad, yeah. not, not the trap. <laughs> and um, the second effect is when a monster you uh, your opponent controls declare an attack, you can banish this card from your graveyard. Return any number of Prankets cards in your graveyard to the deck. And if you do, that attacking monster loses attack until the end of the turn, equal to the number of cards returned times 100. Another recovery. Like it, These two cards are so good. These two cards have completely like changed my mind on this one time. <laughs> I mean, it's... And, okay, again, going back to, like, this, again, reminds me of a Tredraco trap because it lets you summon on your opponent's turn, and it also has a pretty good secondary effect. So, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm much more um, into this archetype after reading these cards. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you can Link Summon or Fusion Summon, then you can gain uh, attack or make their monsters lose attack, yeah. lose this attack with the field spell. And with this one, you can even uh, lower their attack even mm-hmm. more. So you can even get over cards that as um, monsters that are more than 1,500 of your monster. So it's really nice. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of potential here now. I, I, I'm actually kind of excited for this now. So. Yeah. It's not as uh, impactful as the first wave of Sky Striker. Mm-hmm. But with more support and, of course, more main deck monster, I think this archetype potentially will have a lot of uh, impact in the meta in the yep. future. Definitely, definitely, I could see that. Uh, which is uh, totally different from the other archetype in this um, <laughs> pack: yeah. uh, the Mayakashi cards or the uh, zombie. Uh-huh. Uh, there is absolutely only one card that excites me <laughs> and the name is uh, Mayakashi Daki it's basically a tuner level 2 and if um, she's in the graveyard while um, a uh, Mayakashi extra deck monster is special summoned to the field uh, she can special summon herself So, and it's not a hard one per turn so basically you can do sig- synchro laddering from level 3 to level 5 to level 7 to level 9 to level 11. The sad thing is all the synchro monsters are horrible. For me, a lot of it is it's relying way too much on your opponent. That, that's the bottom line. Is They have decent effects when they're special summoned back from the grave and they special summon themselves back from the grave, but it's like if your opponent's monster, or if your opponent destroys... One or the previous, the other synchro, and it's like it just relies too much on the opponent, and we can't do that in the year 2018. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not good enough. I'm sorry, it's just not. Which is, it's kind of it's unfortunate because zombies is just an as a type is overall like one of my favorites, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> And I I know we're they are still getting more support because we do have a we have a structure deck coming I believe correct yeah so um, we'll see Vendras can extra link yes so that's true so can any any decks possibly <laughs> someone sorceress yep the great wonders um uh, do you want do you have anything else to say about this archetype or you want to move on to our next news item um yeah I, we can move on to the next item cybernetic horizon. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually not that excited. No. The, the, the set is not good at it's all. It's not. <laughs> I think everyone was kind of, 
I mean, some of the um, archetypes they're giving support to, like, people are somewhat excited. We got Dragoonides in this set. We got Cyber Dragons. Uh, there's a Demise archetype. Uh, and, and there's a couple things here and there that people are excited for. But basically, everyone was just kind of pinning their hopes to the OCG imports. And then, well. And they give us more Performer Pile. <laughs> Yeah. As soon as I saw Perform Pals, I was like, they're still getting cards? Like, wh what are we doing? <laughs> Why are Perform Pals? It, it's the hero of the new era. That's very true. Very mm -hmm. true. <laughs> and, um, but what are you excited about for this? Well, lesson? of course, like everybody else, uh, we want a copy of Borrow Sword, uh, the OTK machine. It's just a very pow powerful OTK card. And it can run over big attack monsters with its effect. So everybody won like one copy in their extra deck. Mm -hmm. And it, it boosts the um, pure strike striker version of the TCG by a very good margin because you actually have the options to end games now instead of just poking with uh, 1,500, 2,000 attack monsters. Yes. However, you won't be getting... It's, it won't still be easy to get to that because it's a link four in a sky striker deck since we don't have needle fiber yet. Which, mm -hmm. please, just just give me needle fiber. Uh, so you're not one of the never needle fiber creatures? No, no. Needle fiber will wrap the meta, but yes, give me needle fiber. I, I, I just want to play my decks. Fair enough. I, I, another thing that's getting released in this is the, uh, what did they change it to? Incantation? Incantation, yeah. Debbie Rituals. De yes, the Debbie Rituals, as most people know them as. Uh, they are this new ritual support. I have never played a ritual deck. I've always considered it. These kind of make me want to because these things are really good. <laughs> oh, you were lucky you weren't you weren't around for the locals yet when I played Harold. <laughs> no, I was not. It's basically ending with Harold and six fairies in hand, and you can't do anything. <laughs> But yes, I'm very excited for this because, of course, Harold, and um, I'm also a big fan of Necros. And um, there's a very um, powerful combo that you can do now um, with the uh, incantations. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's light, and then it will give you two tribute fodders, and then you can play a card called um, Zaborg, the Mega Monarch. Mm -hmm. Basically, when it's tribute summoned, you can target a light monster, which itself is, mm -hmm. and you can um, either destroy or tribute it. I'm not really sure. But um, after that, you can send from both um, extra deck, uh, the number of cards that is equal or less than the level of that light monster, which if you choose the Bork himself, it's going to be eight. And this just gives Necros a reliable way to get to the Bork and then send eight extra deck monster card, which three of them will be Hero mm -hmm. of the Arc Light, which yeah. will give you three searches, mm -hmm. which is insane. <laughs> And um, also, if you tribute all light monster, then you can also choose what your opponent is going to send for the extra deck. Mm -hmm. And we all know what happened with Litho Sajim. <laughs> Free Litho, please. <laughs> Free it. <laughs> I want it back. Um, yeah, and then I, I honestly, I used to play Cyber Dragons. I really don't care for the deck, to be honest, like anymore. So I don't really care about the new cards. Some of the new cards are good. Um, oh, no. Yeah, the new link monster, the Zeger, is very good. Yes. And yeah. then they have searchers, they have like monster reborn. But you it's, don't think it does anything for the deck? Uh, no, it definitely do. It 
it hopefully it would change. Like I've like I've been advocating uh, with people in locals. Please do not play Cyber Dragon as a go second OTK deck anymore, and like go Cyber Dragon first to actually make a board. Mm-hmm. But then I just found out pro tip: if you are afraid of Cyber Dragon, just side one uh, Chimera Tech <laughs> Mega Fleet Dragon, <laughs> because it says that uh, you can fusion summon this card by sending the above material from the field. It doesn't say from your field. No. It doesn't say from their field. And the material are one Cyber Dragon monster and one monster in the extra deck zone. Uh, extra, uh, extra, yeah, extra deck zone. <laughs> so if you if the opponent ends on a monster on, on more, the right? extra deck zone, and a cyber dragon card, which can be infinity, it can be um, anything else, you can just get a plus three out of that. It, it, ridiculous. <laughs> if if cyber dragon can be meta, this card needs to be bad, and I'm, it's one of their tools, yes, but it's just. It just screw over the archetype more than it helps, to be honest. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it's just such a funny interaction to think about, like a cyber dragon player like builds this board and then disappears, uh, uh, like it was nothing, which is just kind of funny. You were supposed uh, to help us to out the extra. <laughs> uh, one uh, archetype that I'm kind of looking forward to for no reason other than it's an archetype that I. Uh, never really got to play i didn't play during that time is dragoonity Hmm. i i've always been fascinated by the deck i've never played it so i'm curious to say the least about it yeah it's a synchro act type so of course a master rule four with the link zone and so uh, but the new uh, boss monster is actually pretty decent yes that's that's what made me really want to be like or really think like i kind of want to try this deck out and the name and the artwork is amazing oh yeah <laughs> Ask a lot. yeah <laughs> true uh anything i mean i mean i guess we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about danger a little bit oh yeah of course um <laughs> i am not really a, a, a fan strictly because people are just uh combining it with dark walls and i while i think it's good and it can goes off um uh, i don't know draw and lockbird pass <laughs> <laughs> and of course like i know that's not like it's going to be every game but um like if they're going first what kind of board can they make because the danger monster once they're on the field they're just normal monster like they have zero yeah. effect they're just beat stick if um, you're playing the dark world version i get what you're saying but you can i feel like there's so much swarming capability with this deck you can i i feel like it's gonna just turn into just another link spam kind of deck um with the added benefit of kind of the discard effects and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, obviously, Sky Striker is probably going to be an easy way to combine it. Yeah, uh, definitely. The Sky Striker, Sky Striker engine, basically, in anything is kind of ridiculous. And any deck that can swarm the field, that's just that just adds another la- layer to it where it can kind of go off. So, uh, yeah, I... And, I mean, in 2018, if, if you can add enough cards in your... Like it, to your hand, and then you can establish firewall with um, firewall with mermaid to summon Ivly. You probably can extra link. No, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, on top of the set not being uh, very good, the ratios are not very good either. So I'm not even gonna attempt to get the danger cards because money. Yes, <laughs> right. That's fine. You're good. 
Okay, let's move on to my favorite part of the podcast, the OCG Douglas and Medigame Report. Uh, Carlos, you want to show us what's happening in Asia? Yes. So we have 50 top cut, top cut decks from seven different tournaments. And if you look at the pie chart, Sky Striker is the best deck, and it's even getting better, which um, is a little crazy. We went from 30.2% of the top cut last week to 38% this week. Yeah. Uh, Sky Striker still doing its thing. One uh, drones doesn't matter. Uh, apparently not. When you have three plus one in your deck. Yes. That's not once per turn. Yes. <laughs> Very fair. Um, so the number two deck is Altergeist. Still still at the number two spot. Altergeist, uh, I feel like a lot of people were thinking that was going to do a lot better over here, but... We'll see. I, I think it still has its its shot over here. Mm-hmm. It, it'll have its day in the sun. Uh, that was with 18% of the top cut. Thunder Dragon is third, and I am so excited to see that at number three. Uh, so 16%. And then number four, we have Goki with 10%. And then obviously the rest of it is Rogue. Uh, what what do you think when you see these numbers? Well, Sky Striker, Alter Geist, Thunder Dragon. <laughs> we either have Control... Or floodgate.deck. <laughs> so it's safe to say that we have a very control-heavy format uh, in the OCG right now, which is very understandable because three maxi. Like, it's just too powerful against combo decks. And uh, you said that outer guys were supposed to be doing better, and there's two reasons because um, the combo decks here doesn't have maxi, uh, so that uh, they will be kept in check. And also, the two outer guys effect were not being translated to the card text correctly. Mm-hmm. And the mo- the most important one is the uh, revival spell, a uh, revival trap uh, from the graveyard. Yeah, and that's a very huge thing. Um, but we see outer guys going second and thunder dragon being third. As I said, the Goki and other rogue decks are basically losing their representation in the top cut because Sky Striker is a very hard matchup since they're consistent enough to be able to afford to play like nine, ten min deck hand traps mm-hmm. and um, five, six inside just for like Goki what? and combo decks. Has Goki been hit at all in the OCG? Um, Hornet drones, since uh, their version of Goki is different from our version of Goki's, which I will go into a bit later. Yeah. Uh, but Hornet drones is one of the big play starter for Goki. Uh, aside from that, not really. So it, it's really it, it's really just the power of Maxi that's holding the, um, that and, and also all the hand traps. We like they all know that Sky Strikers are the best deck. Mm-hmm. So it's all about how to beat that deck. Yeah, and we can see it clearly because Goki has a bad matchup against it. But Outer Guys and Thunder Dragon are the two decks that has that have like very good matchup against Sky Striker because Outer Guys. Uh, their main deck monster are all spellcasters, yeah. so they can uh, play Secret Village, which if <laughs> if Sky Striker, it's it's basically yeah. game, and of course the combo of anti spell Imperial Order, it's it's good because in a meta where Sky Striker is uh, the top deck, they can afford to main deck it, and even if they go second, it will still be very good in the second turn. Mm-hmm. Not like in here, if like you main deck three anti-spell and one Imperial Order and you're playing against Goki and you draw it, well, I guess you're done. <laughs> and um, on the 
Thunder Dragon matchup, uh, a Super Bowl Thunder Dragon, if I said, uh, as I have said, it's very broken. <laughs> it's basically a 2600 Thunder King Ryo. Yeah. It doesn't allow your opponent to add cards. You can still add cards. It also have a built-in protection effect of uh, when it's destroyed, you can remove, uh, you can banish one Thunder Monster from your graveyard instead. Amazing. <laughs> and finally, the the trifecta. It's not hard to get it out at all. No, not at all. <laughs> I am so excited for that deck. I cannot wait for it to come out. And yeah, I'm just so excited to see that it's doing well. Because I, when I read the cards, I was like, I hope that I'm not the only one excited for this. And then I think sl- it, it kind of took a little bit for people to, after reading it a couple times, to realize like, you're right that. Fusion is just, Only Outer Guys doesn't actually like add cards from the deck. Any other meta deck add cards from the deck. Yeah. And <laughs> good luck. <laughs> in the Sky Striker matchup, if you manage to get it out, they have six outs: three Widow Anchor and three Impermanence. Mm-hmm. Else, you basically drew Exodia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, against Gokis, even. I mean, as someone who's playing Gokis right now, I. That would be terrible. Uh, yeah, but uh, I guess Goki can have an easier time out again. Uh, actually, no, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty rough. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just I don't want to imagine trying to play Goki against that. But I would probably be playing Thunder Dragons if that was how Ah, uh, yes, so. of course. <laughs> um, yeah, so I... I yeah. Uh, what, do we know what uh, the other rogue decks are? Do you have that list up? Um, yeah, uh, we have um, two ABCs, <laughs> uh, two Greener Hero Infernity FDKs, <sighs> uh, two Thunder Dragon Trickstar, which basically is a variant of Thunder Dragon, but yeah. they didn't. Uh, one Plan FTK, one Spiral, and one Wind Up FTK. So many FTKs. That does not seem you, fun. You, you just need to hit every single burn card in the game. It's It's not a strategy. It's not a viable strategy on its own. Yeah. It's just mercen- uh, uh, mercenary? Yeah, mercenary yeah. for, like, other decks. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Oh, man. I, I, seeing all these FTKs kind of makes me sick to my stomach. Um, <laughs> also, the Green No Hero Inferity FTK is only viable because it's the 60-card version to reduce brick. Yeah. And they have three grass. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> Free grass. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh man, that FT ugh, just makes me sick to my stomach. But then I kind of get like I, I just have so many emotions because the grass and then uh, the FT. Oh, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so many emotions. Do you want to go over the um, the tech choice that's every that every deck is playing? Yes, let's do it. Uh, we have. The Gamma and Driver package, and this is interesting because this is uh, to counter a card that you've been talking about for a while, and uh, we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, it's a counter Magical Midbreaker Field because Magical Midbreaker Field prevent or stops Ogre and Effect Veiler and Infinite Impermanence. So Gamma and Driver is the way to. I guess it's the counter to the counter for those cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's pretty huge. So Yeah, and um, the OCG doesn't play draws because it's actually really bad in their format. Who plays draws when you have uh, Maxi? True. And draw is a straight minus one because you can't chain. Mm-hmm. But Maxi 
is always going to be a even at worst yeah. because you, you just chain it to something. That's why you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically, Goki there doesn't have to worry about drones. So besides Maxi, there's only Ash Blossom, which is at two copies that they have to worry about. So if they play that card and if they don't have Maxi or Ash, full combo extra link. <laughs> Easy. Um, also, the um, difference uh, with the TCG meta of uh, Goki, uh, siding against Goki. In the TCG, people are siding uh, Reaper to get Isolde out the opponent's extra deck mm -hmm. to prevent them from comboing too hard. But in the OCG, the Goki, the Goki in air quotes, because they're only playing like five Goki cards, uh, it's actually just two like engines to turbo out either, of course, Isolde, Mm -hmm. But also to turbo out Needle Fiber. And their Isolde Turbo engine is actually the malicious hero engine, not the um, rank three like us. Um, and turbo out Needle Fiber. So if you if you side Reaper and you hit Isolde, they can just go into Needle Fiber and still extra link you easily. So yeah, Reaper is not as good there. So that's why we're seeing like Gamma and Driver. Yeah. Because you can hit Isolde, you can hit you can hit Needle Fiber and then the, the turn's just done. And I want to emphasize that you're not exaggerating about the Goki list. I, how do they even justify calling this Goki? It's uh, five cards. Yeah, because you only played um, two uh, Octo Stretch because you wanted it in the deck to summon Obizode. Yes. You want to play only one Super X. Oh, that feels so like exactly. that, that feels so weird, but one Super X because you have the Invoker play. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes when you need to. Uh, extend you play one copy of headbat because it's a special summon from hand and then the final card is of course rematch mm -hmm. five token cards that's it that is absolutely insane and it, it counts as a goki deck which uh, it's, it's not a goki deck it's a link spam goki uh, hero malicious yeah exactly do you think malicious is eventually going to find its way back on the ban list yes that card is insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... You can tell two, it's, it's a GX two, era card. It's two free link materials. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Stuff Especially with uh, Summon Sorceress. Like, you don't even need... Yeah. Uh, Armageddon Knight or Dark Refer. You can just target a, a, um, a warrior, mm -hmm. special malicious from the deck, and you have three links material. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um... All right, moving on to another tech choice here is the Dino Wrestler pan Pankratops? Pankratops, yes. Pankratops. Uh, when I read this card, I was like, what? <laughs> this card is absurd. This card is one of those cards where you actually won't play it. it you won't see it's it in the archetype, but you will see it oh, everywhere else. Yes. Uh, I'll read it out because it's just it's that absurd. People need to hear this card. Uh, read aloud. If your opponent controls more monsters than you do, you can special summon this card from your hand. You can only special summon one dino blah, 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 once per turn. Quick effect. You can tribute one dino wrestler monster. It doesn't say other. Tribute itself. Mm -hmm. Then target one card your opponent controls. Destroy it. Not face up. Just one just card. any card. <laughs> and you can only use this effect once per turn. Uh, wh what? <laughs> this card is so dumb. It's a um, free summon. Uh, it's a free summon. It's a um, it's both Phoenix and Cerberus. Yep. 
It's also a um, MST if you if you if you wanted to use it like that. Yep. What? <laughs> kind of and dumb. it's a twenty six hundred body. Like okay, special Level summon. seven. It's not bad typing. Special summon. Go to battle phase. If the battle won't work out, just tribute it instead and pop one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and um, so it's Dino. So hello, uh, OB Raptor. Jeez. <laughs> And, oh um, my! Yeah. Um, yeah, this card is just crazy. As soon as I read this card, I was like, I completely understand why this card is being used. And obviously, it's used to like out floodgates and stuff like that. And it's extreme. It, it's actually very important in the Sky Striker matchup against Alter Guys. Yeah, because like yeah, if if you are under Secret Village, special it, pop it, and then you can go off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good card. Good card. Good card. <laughs> uh, um, moving on, Ghost Bell. Um, gaining popularity. Yeah, Ghost Bell is one of those cards where it's not being used here. I could see there's definitely going to be a format where it's used. Obviously, it looks like the OCG is moving into one, or at least it's kind of in one where it's being used. Yeah, because it, it's just good against every single yeah. meta deck there. Like in the Sky Striker, you can hit Kagari um, or um, Multi Row in the end phase. I mm -hmm. believe you can hit that. Um, Outer Guys, of course, uh, Melusik, or um, the Revival Trap, um, Thunder Dragon. Uh, you can hit the Avian Thunder Dragon effect in the graveyard to special summon itself, which will set up the Super Bowl play. Mm -hmm. And finally, for Goki, um, you can hit Rematch. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just, it seems like it's very versatile and kind of useful in like every matchup. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, and last. Little tech that people are using is Kaijus. Kaijus making a comeback here. Yeah, game is here. Um, <laughs> Kaijus will always have a spot yes. if we're in a format where a boss monster ish is dominating. Mm -hmm. And the boss monster here is Super Bowl Thunder Dragon. Yeah. I cannot stress how dumb this card is. <laughs> people are citing game is here to out it. Like, yeah. that's masterpiece level. Yeah. It's something that I've thought about kind of recently is, like, people don't really side kaijus anymore uh, in our format. Yeah, uh, it's good in the... It's good-ish in the Goki matchup yeah. if your opponent doesn't know what they're doing and they have... They let a uh, free zone... Like, basically, they left a free zone and not occupying everything. Yeah. Because then you can break the extra link. Mm -hmm. But if they're smart and they have every zone occupied, the Gamma is also dead. Yeah. Uh, the, see that, but it seems like most people are siding in um, sphere mode to do that job against Gokis here. But uh, you're right. The, when you have a format where people are turboing out one big monster to control the field, like Masterpiece, mm -hmm. that's when you get the Kaiju's. And uh, I definitely had some Kaiju's dropped on my Masterpiece at regionals. <laughs> uh, those sad times. <laughs> I mean, not to say that Thunder Dragon is the deck just just turboing out one. I've seen True. combo video where a Needle Fiber ends on a Topologic Bomber Dragon, a Super Bowl Thunder Dragon, and the Bigger Fusion, which has a Quick Bay Plop, like everything in a turn. Seems and fair. that board is actually very hard to out. Yes. Seems fair. Seems fair. Uh, needle fiber, <laughs> please come here. <laughs> See, every time we talk about needle fiber, I just think maybe we shouldn't. No, <laughs> maybe we should. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, moving on for sky uh, strikers. Uh -huh. uh, Pot of desires. Uh, is Pot of desires really a tech choice though? Yeah, because um, the sky striker deck is consistent enough where you get plus one from engage. 
where you actually don't need desires and desires often will actually hurt mm-hmm. if you are only running one copy of um, multi-role. Yeah. If you banish it, there goes your grand game. But the OCG is actually playing it now. Uh, instead of playing one, they're playing like two mm-hmm. to increase their chance if they're going seconds second against a Thunder Dragon to draw into the out of Superboat like Widow mm-hmm. Anchor or Impermanence. Yeah. And um, I guess that is uh, pretty important there. So yeah. Um, I, I I I don't know. I just I don't think. I guess I I see Pot of Desires and as a tech, and it's like I don't feel like it should be a tech. But I guess you're right because most of you wouldn't think in that deck to play it. I guess. Yeah. So. And um, the next one is Lancia. Lancia, yeah. which I've all I, I really want a super printing in the OTS. Like this card deserves it because it's Probably. really good. Um, yeah, it stops um, Thunder Dragon Malicious preemptively if you uh, discard it before they uh, affect Malicious. Their turn is probably dead. Probably <laughs> dead. And then uh, you can... That is also another card that doesn't care about Magical Midbreaker Field. True. So, True. yeah. Uh, moving on to the Altergeist tech. Okay, this is so next level. When I read it, I didn't know why. But this is so next level. Mind control, three mind control, and one copy of drone. I was like, why do you need drone? But so basically, if you draw into your one copy of mind control in the Sky Striker matchup, you can steal the uh, Sky Striker Link monster, which usually would be Shizuku in the end phase. You link into Hayate. You enter battle phase, you punch directly, use her effect to send drone. In the main phase two, you can make Kagari, and then you add back drone. You activate drone, and that will give you the two material needed for Alis, um, uh, the Alistair Link Monster, Alistair yeah. the Meldad Invoker. I yeah. I read then, and I was like, why? But Alistair is spellcaster, so they <laughs> they're doing all that to resolve Secret Village before committing any normal summon of the Altar guys. Like that is so next level. <laughs> That's so stupid. But it works. Like. Because, like, if your opponent doesn't do anything to that and you play Secret Village, you can do everything you want after that because most of their uh, face down will be spells. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if they do do something after that, then they're wasting their Widow Anchor on, I don't know, on, on um, Kagari. Mm-hmm. So any, like, they will be wasting their resources anyway and then you can resolve your, your card. It's, it's very good. That is insane. <laughs> Uh, who <laughs> it's just I want to like figure out who thinks of these things. That's crazy to me. Uh, all right, moving on to Thunder Dragon. They're signing in uh, Denko Seka. Yes, Denko Seka. Interesting. So, um, because so, she is Thunder and she can searchable. be. Yeah, she is searchable by the second effect of the uh, big Thunder Dragon fusion. And I, oh no, uh, my bad. Uh, Thunder Dragon fusion spell. Yes. Yes. Um, and. Obviously, it is... Uh, when you're in a format with Sky Striker and <laughs> exactly. guys, and you summon yeah. your normal uh, Denko Sega, it's, it's a game. Yeah. Uh, so, man, I, it, that's just a card that can, against specific decks, can completely shut them out. And when those decks are the best, then there you go. That's, and, um, and when you it's searchable in your deck, mm-hmm. that's when you get crazy. And like, that makes complete sense to me. The beauty of... I think the beauty of the OCG side deck mm-hmm. is that they don't... First of all, they don't really do th- three-ups like we all do mm-hmm. for, like, ex- especially important cards. Yes, they will do three-ups, but, like, they, they value the um, 
the flexibility of their card of their sidek choice mm-hmm. more than like siding three ups for like the matchup. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I'm looking at this deck list where the uh, Danko Seka's at, and um, I see uh, Super Poly and. Oh yeah, Super Poly. That card's uh, legal there, and that um, is nuts. How is that card? Legal? Uh, that card is. Um, being played with the, uh, I think the decklist has uh, Noah. Hmm. So no. That's crazy. Well, uh, I knew before Super Poly was played with a fusion monster called Musashi of the Dragon Swamp. Mm-hmm. It's basically a level four uh, fusion monster needs two materials, yeah. uh, which is two monster which with different archetypes, and mm-hmm. you can out extra link. Easily with that, yeah. But I'm actually not seeing right now why are they playing this for the Thunder Dragon deck? Huh. It's, it's super fun. Jeez, that's just crazy to me. <laughs> All right, now we are going to move on to our market watch section. We have a lot of big money cards that we already have confirmed for the Mega Ten reprints, and. First of all, we have Evenly Matched. Now, mm-hmm. Evenly Matched is sitting right now at around $30, mm-hmm. closer to 31 than 30 And, I, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised it's still sitting here. But, I mean, a lot of people are still going to hold on to their first ed copies and mm-hmm. still going to hold on to that. You know, it understandable. Um, Since this is a three of, my prediction is that this card is actually going to be the best card of holding value. And yeah. I think and this my, is going to be yeah. at, um, for the uh, original copy, it's going to be 2025. And for the reprint, uh, barring, of course, no short prints, uh, will the reprint version will be at 15 to 20 because we still need three copies of the card, yeah. unlike all the other big money yeah. cards. And it seems like, I know a lot of people had had been calling for this card to be on our ban list, but this card seems to have been completely forgotten by people at this point. I don't think it's a candidate in the near future. Yeah, so it's, um, it's dead against Gogi for now. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's, o- uh, it's okay against Widow Anchor, but, uh, I mean, not Widow Anchor. Uh, it's okay against Skystriker. Yeah. But then they can just chain everything that they have exactly. to their one, sc- yeah. uh, one link. And then recur it later. It's still good, like, don't get me wrong. And I think it will be very good in a format as we see uh, Thunder Dragon, <laughs> uh, Sky Striker, and Alter Guys. Like, yeah. it will be really good. Yeah. Uh, so, but needless to say, right now, I don't think anybody should be worrying about like mm-hmm. a ban list or anything. Yeah. So, it's definitely gonna hold some value for quite some time. Uh, moving on to Topologic Bomber Dragon, this card is still sitting at. Like fifteen, sixteen dollars. The only card that is getting a reprint that hasn't dropped at all. It's crazy to me. I, I look, Topologic Bomber Dragon. It's a definitely an undervalued card. Like pe- card people don't like. It's an amazing it's link for to end very, up to end your turn with. Yes, it's very good, but it's seen. It's scarcely seen play. Like it's seen play here and there. In like very specific decks for specific situations, and it's still like just staying up there, and it's kind of crazy. I I don't know. Like I was not expecting this to still be at sixteen dollars, knowing we have a reprint coming. Mm-hmm. You can like right now for Goki, you probably might be able to play through like two or three times this resolve, but like it's really hard trying to play around a Topologic Bomber Dragon. Yeah, 
That is true. If you have like a way to special summon, which of course, if they're making it, then of course they are having <laughs> a way to special summon a card. Yes, exactly. Uh, moving on to Firewall Dragon. Don't need to care. It will get banned. <laughs> <laughs> you re- do you really believe that? Yes, I, I really do, because the card is just fundamentally broken. This, but Firewall's, in, okay, I understand that the, oh, it's an anime ace monster argument is kind of silly, and it doesn't really hold that much water. But at the same time, it's just, I understand that gameplay-wise, it should be. But of this, but there's just so many other factors on top of the anime thing, which you can say what you will about that, mm-hmm. there's... The fact that they just have not milked the money out of this that they easily could have. Like, this is only its real, really, its first time being reprinted. This is not an alternate artwork, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that that's a very good argument. They, ha- there's, they haven't given it, like, the OCG has so many alternate artworks for this card. We don't have any. Like, this is it. I, I just don't feel like they are prepared to ban this card outright. Like, mm-hmm. I... But yeah, as we can see, like it, it, it also hasn't dropped at all. Like yeah. I thought it, it dropped, but I, I was mistaken. Like it's still at at thirty three dollars. No, it's stuck right around the twenty five to thirty five range ever since it, it's been a one basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people, uh, this is definitely a card that people are saying I'm gonna hang on to my first dead copies from Code of the Duelist. I have a different mindset. I would sell all my copies now if I can. If I can. Yeah, uh, understandable. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it, I guess it honestly depends on if you believe that this card is going to get hit or not. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, if you are of the mindset that it will be, then definitely sell this card because, like we're saying, it's sticking or it's holding its value. So you definitely can get a good chunk of change out of it. If not. If you don't think it's gonna get banned, then hold on to it because it's... Oh, yeah. Also, it will never get back to three, so the the possibility of it yeah. gaining value is impossible. True. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Moving on to Borolo Dragon. Thirty-seven dollars ish mm-hmm. is what it's sitting at. I mean, I've been telling Slightly people dropping. to sell this card when it was at its hypest, mm-hmm. uh, sixty dollars. Because, like, as we all see, like, it's actually not that good in the Nats meta at all with Goki and uh, Sky Striker Trickstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, this is definitely, I mean, it's always going to be relevant, I, probably. I mean, I don't see a way that it won't be like, relevant. Marlowe is like the, the 14 or 15 copy of your extra deck if you have spot. And you're like, yes. yeah, it's really good to have. It, it's always really good to have in there, for yes. sure. Uh, so... But do you think this version, do you think that it's going, how much do you think it's going to drop, basically, um, when the Megatons actually come out? I, 15, 20 also. Interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, I could I could see that, I, I guess. It, it's weird with Megatons because it's the same rarity and, you know, there's only a specific amount of people who actually care if it's a Megaton copy or if it's like the actual, you mm-hmm. know. It's it's always weird like that. All right, moving on to Saryuja Skulldred, uh, a card that I struggled for a long time to get. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and now it's sitting at tw- a measly $28. Uh, hey, on the bright side, you can get your second copy for World Chalice. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Now I can uh, Saryuja twice in World Chalice. Uh, I guess not if I'm maxing out on Waterfronts, but hey, you never know. Um, 
Yeah. It again, it will continue to drop, and yeah. this even had a. It, I think this has a lower like floor than Warlord. Probably. Because it's like you always want to do draw, draw like the draw effect, mm -hmm. the four uh, different link material. But then that is so easily like. Of course, you're playing Goro Chalice, you can mask Skodred. I I yeah. know the feeling. It's <laughs> frustrating, but <laughs> other decks. That is more yeah. meta relevant, I want to say. <laughs> Does it have the um, luxury of masking, and it's really easy to just ash it? Yeah, uh, this is a card that I feel like. It, it, I feel like this is one of those cards that gets summoned more on YGO Pro than it does in real life. Yes, uh, because I feel like a lot of. Um, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. A lot of bad players just <laughs> will go into Saryuja for no reason. Skull Dread Pass. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, I, I, I think that most players in, like that are actually going to events, they're only going to have, like, one copy of this. And, it's, you know. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll correct you on that. Um, what? I know AJ, my man AJ, <laughs> shout out. Um, he went with, like, six total link material just for Skull Dread to draw. <laughs> And then he ended up with like Skodred and something else. I remember that match like because I was really mad. I, I didn't I didn't know why he did that. So yeah, I mean there there are also players like that in real life. Shout out to my manager. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Right, um, I think that does that wrap it up for our reprints out of the Megatons. Uh -huh. Yes. And um, now we'll be talking about uh, another favorite of mine. It's what I'd I'd like to call the Needle Fiber Watch. Of course, we haven't got we haven't gotten the needle fiber in the TCG yet. But these are the cards that, if you want to be ahead of the curve, you really should pick up. Um, first, we have Glow Up Bulb. Um, it's a one-card needle fiber. You normal summon it. You make a Link Rebo, <laughs> and you use this effect in the graveyard to mill one and special, and then you have your needle fiber. Amazing starter card. And the commons is still around one, so you can trade for it or pick it up. Uh, definitely do it now. Um, yes. Even though there's only 19 prices on TCG Player, um, the the value, I, I mean, the quantity is a lot with 69 copy for uh, my boy Hubbub Gaming. Uh, shout out to him also. <laughs> um, and we have the uh, Premium Gold version. Don't buy this one. Premium <laughs> Gold. Gold Rare. Don't buy it. I'm pretty sure I have a Gold Rare copy of this card. Not going to lie. <laughs> don't, don't, don't buy it. It's $4. Just spend an extra... Ah, it's, it's actually an, another extra $4 for the Ultra Rare. <laughs> uh, I guess you can buy the Go Rare. <laughs> but the the Ultra version is... Just know people will judge you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, the Ultra Rare is at... Uh, for Nia Min is the lowest is $8. And quantity is 26 francs, still okay. But the Secret Rare, which is the... Uh, what I'd like to say, the baller version, but the not like total all-out baller version because it's the second highest rarity. It's yeah. at 11, but the quantity is really low on TCG Player, only 13 prices. So if you want to uh, get your copy of Secret Air, you better do it now. Mm -hmm. And of course, it has an ultimate printing, which I picked it up for $27, I think about one and a half month ago. And my prediction was kind of right because the um, the lightly play coffee in t uh, on TCG Player is forty two dollars, and the Nia Min is forty five dollars. And um, for all of you that wants to max out your deck, 
I really think you should get a copy now because when needle fiber hits, like this can only goes up. And even though it's a uh, one copy, like it can still go up to like fifty, sixty dollars, as we have seen with like other cards. Um, it's uh, ridiculous. <laughs> Global. It's always been one of my favorite cards, um, but it's one of those cards that I, when I first started or when I came back into the game, it was at one, and then even when it came unlimited, like nobody plays more than one. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an easy card to like get that ultimate printing up because you don't need multiple copies of it, you know. Yeah. So if, if you're gonna hey, if you want to rare max rarity in your deck, then go for it. Uh, the secret only eleven dollars or whatever, so yeah. that I think is like really yeah, it's a great uh, rarity divide. Yeah. And um, moving on to another one card needle fiber jet synchron, but this time you actually have to discard one. Um, if uh, for anybody who doesn't know what its effect, um, basically the important effect is that if the if it's in the graveyard, uh, you can send one card from your hand to the graveyard, special summon this card, but banish it when it leaves the field. So basically, it's also a level one. So again, normal summon, link rebo, discard a card, uh, special it. You have your needle fiber, and this one is much more. Uh, it's the better target for investment because it only has one printing in a structure deck as a super rare, and it's about three dollars right now. If there's not a chance for Konami to print it in a set. When Needle Fiber comes out, I can easily see this card just going up and up because this and Globe Bulb are the two most common one to play in uh, for the Needle Fiber package in any deck in the OCG right now. Mm-hmm. And I can easily see this card being $5, $7 and just keep going up if it doesn't receive a reprint in an uh, OTS pack or something. Would you be nervous about that? Do you think that's a real possibility? Um... Yes, definitely. Uh, if the OTS pack only have common supers or ultimate, ultimate printing for this card is definitely not going to happen. Yeah. But and if it's a super, then yes, it would drive the value of this printing down. But if it's a common, then uh, it'll be more accessible. But the value won't be down too hard. I want to say it's okay to invest. Uh, it, it's it's a good target to invest. Yes. And um. Next, we have the uh, the target to summon from the deck uh, with Needle Fiber. Uh, Mega Phantom Beast or Lion. It's a machine. So uh, it has synergy to go into the summon sources play. Mm-hmm. And basically, the important effect is if this card is sent to the graveyard, um, you can special summon one token machine type also. So the cool play that um, in the Spiral deck that you can do is... Magneto Fiber specials this from the deck, link into Summon Sorceress, and then uh, special the O-Lion token into a zone that Sorceress is pointing to, and then you special Quick Fix. So basically, yeah, you can access Quick Fix from the deck. Magical. I'm sorry, European <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yes. Summon Sorceress. You'll get it. You'll get your time. Eventually. But um, it's also sitting at $3, and this is also... Um, it's only printing in Primal Origin. It's a rare. Um, sitting at $3. Um, this is more uh, dangerous to invest because the rarity is only a rare, uh, which make it, uh, which make it uh, eligible for a foil printing in the OTS pack. 
Uh, but overall, I, I think you should pick up a copy just in case. Just uh, to have to it play. for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and of course, uh, talking about Summon Sorceress. Summon Sorceress. Um, it's a jump promo right now. Uh, and if we know about jump promo, it won't be reprinted for at least eight or nine months. Mm-hmm. So your investment here is going to be uh, safe for mm-hmm. a time. Even without needle fiber, I think decks like ABC in the new format or like decks that can abuse some sorceress, which there a will lot. be a <laughs> lot. And um, all it takes is a deck list of a good player on YouTube that featured this card in a good event like YCS, and then it will spike. Uh, for now, it's still at $35.36. Not terrible, to be Not honest. terrible. If you can get it for trade or if you can buy it for 27 28 range, definitely buy it, even though you even if you already have a copy, because I can see this card being $50 easily. Yes. I Seeing it this low is like, it's honestly pretty tempting. Just get a copy or two more just because it's going to go up. This card is going to go up. It's amazing. There's like no you, way it you're playing Goki, you know how broken it yes. is. <laughs> you actually don't need to have a Goki in hand anymore to nope. do the full combo. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really crazy. Uh, Moving on to Thai Sleeper Card. Thai Sleeper Card of the Week. This is a card that I know you have been <laughs> hyping up for a while. Yes. Um, uh, in this section, uh, I will be talking about I'll choose a card for a week that is fly- flying under the radar of everybody. And I think it has the potential to spike in uh, price so that um, maybe like you guys listening want to invest in it. And for the first rendition of this section, um, the card is, uh, you have heard before in this, in this podcast, uh, Magical Midbreaker Field. The reason why this card is very good is, well, first of all, it's a fact uh, you can only activate this at the start of a main phase. And um, on... I think, uh, yeah, on the main phase, um, your uh, monster cannot be targeted or destroyed by opponent's card effect. Uh, and this goes both, both ways. So your opponent monster won't, uh, won't be targeted or destroyed too. Um, so as we have, as we have said, uh, this card stops uh, effect veiler, uh, impermanence, and uh, ghost ogre, which are basically the three hand traps to use and stop uh, the Goki as of right now. Um, which uh, I was actually surprised to see the the Nats uh, meta and people chose to play cards like um, Exchange, Drag Down to the Grave. Aquad Orphan is amazing. I got to give you that. Like Aquad Orphan, I think, is better than this card in the rank, rank 3 version, like mm-hmm. by far. But even Aquad Orphan is inferior to this card. Uh in one aspect, because this card is good going first and second. So, like if you're if you're playing um, Aqua Dolphin, or like you're main decking uh, Drag Down to the Drag Down to the Grave, which I don't know why. Uh, drawing it going second is basically a dead card. But this mm-hmm. card you can play it, and it will block Widow Anchor in the Sky Striker matchup. It will block uh, Silquitas in the Outer Guys matchup, and uh, with the Thunder Dragon that's coming up, it will also block the Thunder Dragon Lord, uh, like providing he's, uh, it's not being used in the battle phase. And for other decks like uh, uh, 
let's say spiral with a uh, sleeper, you're gonna destroy the monster. And um, like ABC, you can you can use uh, Buster Dragon to target, which like the range of application is actually pretty wide, uh, pretty wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this card is very good for combo decks that don't rely on field spell, which Goki and other rogue deck, as we're seeing in the OCG, are all playing three copies of this card in the main deck, not the side deck, like fully main decking. And another, like, uh, the thing in the OCG that I've seen is that once a card warrants other deck to change the side deck, just to morph <laughs> around it, it's a pretty good card. Yes. Like people are citing the gamma and driver package, as we have said before. Uh, the one bad thing is uh, this card still loses to draw. And again, in uh, as I have said about the OCG, uh, where nobody's playing draw, that's very good for them because they don't care. So that's why that card is very dominant. But maybe around here, since we don't have Maxi, draw is still a essential in the main deck, especially with the release of danger. So this card still loses to draw, which is a um, disadvantage. But it, I think the potential for it in the future, it's uh, pretty good. And um, the prices, they are basically sent their book, which you can find on your locals, trade for. Like, I don't know, just get it or be like me, get a hundred copy of it, you know, <laughs> for fun. <laughs> to give out to my man Carlos for free. That is true. Thank you. <laughs> Shut up, Ty. All right. <laughs> I think that wraps up our market watch and, uh, of course, Ty's uh, sleeper card of the week, sleeper pick of the week. All right. Well, unfortunately, in editing this episode, it became apparent that this episode was simply too long. So what we're going to do is save the last section of this podcast for another time. So the Light Sworn uh, spotlight will be on the next episode, so stay on the lookout for that. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and just share the podcast everywhere you can. All right, thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next one.